everyone. Welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about how to deal with life and what it is throwing at you. <laughs> oh, life. I, life is fantastic. Now, I'm Ian here in Salt Lake City, Utah, and lifelong learner with a passion about communication technology and finding my zen. And I'm Angela. I am a student and purveyor of life. I've had many careers over the years. All of them have taught me a lot about people in life. Currently, I am a stay-at-home mom slash grandma and a future college student. Now, we did get a question as to when are you starting? The goal is September. Excellent. So we will see how far I am in my math skills by then. Math. Math is not my friend either. Mm. Talking about my road to Zen. Yes, your road to Zen, Ian. We're going to be talking about meditation. Ah, it's a good topic. I like it. I practice this. I know you practice this. Chris does. He does. Actually, it's kind of funny. The more I talk about it, the more I find out other people People are doing it. Do it. And why we don't all talk about it more, I don't know. I think part of it has to deal with the fact that everybody had a, you you kind of go back to the 70s and the 80s, even early 90s. Mm. It was associated with that hippie, dippy, (laughs) weirdo lifestyle, new age crystals. What most people don't realize is there's a ton of different modalities or or ways to do meditation. There is. And I think that's probably why a lot of people don't talk about it. Maybe they don't even realize they are practicing meditation. I think most don't. Yeah. Because it's a mindfulness too. It's not just a sit down there, legs crossed, ohm. Now, that's a different modality. So the meditation that we practice is mindfulness, which is based on Buddhist philosophies. It is. And with this practice, now how I came across it, about three years ago, I started going to uh, a doctor and she was really pushing me because I was having issues sleeping. Mm -hmm. My anxiety was through the roof. Blood pressure was through the roof. Yeah. And she was like, you, you have got to make fundamental lifestyle changes. I'm going to encourage you to either do yoga or meditation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, yoga doesn't sound like fun, so I'll, I'll try meditation. And I, I was kind of like, okay, I'll do that eventually. I was listening to a podcast, Note to Self, which was done by NPR out of New York City. And Manoush Zimarodi, the host of it, she was interviewing a man by the name of Dan Harris. Yes. Dan is a ABC news anchor, ABC network. So yes, he's he uh, he's on Nightline, I believe, and The mm-hmm. Weekends. Mm-hmm. He started talking about meditation and what it did for him. He talked about his book, 10% Happier, Yeah. which I was like, huh. And he mentioned he had a podcast. So I listened to the first couple of episodes. One of the first immediate is he has an interview with the Dalai Lama. Wow, that's impressive, actually. A lot of people have heard of the Dalai Lama. I'm pretty sure they have. (laughs) Not only is is he the leader of the main Buddhist Mm -hmm. religion, he teaches meditation a lot. Uh, He's done so many interviews. I started going, huh, kind of listening to their, their talk, and I went and got Dan's book and read his book. And Dan goes through and recounts how he got into meditation and he was a religions correspondent for ABC News. Hmm, okay. And he was introduced to a man called Eckhart Tolle. Who I'm pretty sure most people have probably heard of. I don't know that people have read as much of his stuff. but Actually, he is multi-bestseller. Oprah yeah, interviewed him and, several times. And I've heard nothing but good, but yet I've just not delved into that yet. Funny thing is I have two or three of his books sitting I on my shelves. I too. And I keep going, I need to read this. I need to read this. In fact, that's how Oprah 
kind of introduced him to a lot of people was she brought him on. She's like, you need to read his book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's The Power of Now, if I remember right. Okay. And as she goes through and, and talks to him, and, and Dan had the same conversations, then he went and interviewed uh, Deepak Chopra. Okay. Now, Deepak practices more of a Hindu. Hindu, yeah. Modality. Yeah, Deepak, definitely. And that's where a lot of people probably get their notions of meditation. Exactly. That's the one with the mantras, mm-hmm. the the ohms. Mm-hmm. And, and the different... There's many different words and... Phrases. And phrases that yep. they use that's supposed to calm the mind, get the body into it. I don't practice it. I am aware of what it is, but it's not one I practice. I personally tried it and found it distracting. A little bit, yeah. I find mindfulness suits me better. It does me too. And with mindfulness, you're more focused on introspection, mm-hmm. examining your feelings, your yeah. emotions. As I went through and listened to Dan's podcast, I mean, his interviews are all over the place. <laughs> I'm sure, but that's a good thing. When you go through and you start looking at who practices meditation, mm-hmm. when you look at the the big names out there that stick out. The celebs. Yes. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, Mr. Wolverine. Loved, love Hugh. The greatest showman, you know, for those of you in Utah. Then you have RuPaul, which uh, RuPaul. is one of my favorite interviews Dan has done. It was one of his earlier ones, like show 14 or 17. For those of you who don't know who RuPaul is... RuPaul is probably the world's most famous drag queen. Yes. Funny as can be, yet so down to earth. That's part of why I love the interview mm-hmm. is I'm RuPaul sure. is unapologetically RuPaul. That's laughing, RuPaul talks about be. serious stuff of growing up, the parents' divorce, mm-hmm. his his mother being inconsolable after that. He mentions that Cart Tolle. Again, it's, it's funny how these roads all intersect <laughs> when you start delving into it. I bet. When I went through and finished Dan's book, I was like, okay, I, I'm going to try this. Okay. So I downloaded the app 10% Happier. Tried it. It was tough. It, it, I, and that's <laughs> where I think people stumble is they don't realize how tough it is. It can be. Yeah. It's, it's a struggle. That. Now, when you get in the groove. Oh, it's great. I find when I practice every day, it's easier. Much easier. I've not been so good about it lately. I need <laughs> to get better, better at it. Isn't that weird? thing is, I think more people could use it right now. Oh, right now. Things are so uncertain. Things are so crazy. Where we have to really change help. plans daily, if not mm-hmm. hourly. Oh, definitely. The whole working from home, oh, that's... school from home, mm-hmm. even having to go into an office where it's not the same environment you're used to. Right. Um, going to a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Wearing face mask, social distancing. There's so much out there. And honestly, humanity gets exhausting for me sometimes. But that's it's, why I use meditation. The The world is, is a tough place. It is. I have found through this practice that I deal with things better. I do too. And I notice when I don't meditate as often because I'm finding myself not as tolerant of things. Yes. Things exhaust me easier as far as conversations with people. So it really has so many benefits. For me, one of the best benefits is the not so quick to react. Yeah, that's mine too. And that's where Dan kind of got me. He talked about uh, it it won't make you an instantly better person. And I think people have that, oh, it's an immediate Band-Aid. It's going to make me awesome. Nope. Fantastic. There's going to be, my, my life is going to be fixed. The clouds will open. My blood pressure will instantly drop. 
I will not be anxious anymore. It, it doesn't work like that. It does help. Oh, it helps. The more you do it, the more it helps. Mm-hmm. But it's a process. It you is. You have to stay with the process. I don't know that people understand that it is an ongoing kind of some others mm-hmm. that practice meditation. So movie stars, there's a lot of them. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Angelina Jolie, you know, the the polar opposites. Ariana Huffington, who started the Huffington Post Post, news organization. Most people have heard of that. She actually was an interesting uh, listen to. She practices more the the Hindu. Okay. There's different names for it, and I wish I could remember all the names off the top of my head. I believe people understand that. Yes. Easier than. Now, with that one. She she practices that. She she does very well with it. But she talks about how she actually uh, had passed out or blacked out uh, due to stress. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which, especially in today's world, very understandable. And probably happens more time than we know. Yes. Especially now. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> that who I never <laughs> would have associated with meditation ever. Yeah. No, me either. Not even a little bit. You know. He's a tough guy. He he is. And that's where I think people would go, wait a minute, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Yes, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Paul McCartney. Sir Paul McCartney. So not a surprise. <laughs> it, it isn't when you start thinking about who he associated with. In fact, I would be willing to bet every single one of the Beatles. That's I mean, we, we were well-versed in John, John Lennon. John Lennon and Yoko, yes. But I, I'm sure Ringo and George also practice it. Oh, I got to believe they did. In fact, it's very prevalent in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Madonna is another name that pops up quite often. Who I love. It's, that's who I grew up listening to. Yeah, me too. And you, you start going through all these different uh, music hacks, and it's actually kind of interesting. Now, Keanu Reeves, another mm-hmm. movie star, not a surprise. Yeah, that one is not a surprise at all. He's always been a very chill guy. Then you get into Kobe Bryant. Okay. So a very different aspect mm-hmm. of bringing that in. I know athletes mm-hmm. are an area where mindfulness, I don't think people associate meditation with what they're doing. And you're right. I, I'm going to point people to when they show the players walking into the stadium before a game, mm-hmm. most of them have some form of headphones on or something like that. And a lot of them are doing mindfulness. They're getting themselves ready to face the challenge ahead of them. And I don't think people understand how effective it is and why these athletes are taking this on to do. A lot of folks, I've heard them refer to it as getting in the zone. Exactly. Now, sometimes it isn't headphones. Sometimes you'll just see them kind of closing Mm -hmm. their eyes and they're doing a visualization. Yeah, and visualization is a great way to meditate. Again, people don't realize that is a form of meditation. Exactly. So... When we look at this list of people, there's there's different benefits mm-hmm. tied to it. So first benefit, physically. Yeah. That would be blood pressure. Yes. Uh, quality of sleep. Quality of sleep. Oh, that's the huge one for me. Uh, me too. I just, my mind does not shut off when it's bedtime. I, we relate oh. to the memes where it's, you know, <laughs> during the day you're trying, you're like, oh God, I could use an app, but then you're. Wide awake at night going, I'm going to solve world hunger yeah. right now. It's 3 a.m. I'm going to play you a list of everything you've done over the last 10 years. That's been wrong. <laughs> it's right. With the physical, it's tough right now mm-hmm. because we are not in our normal routines. We're not. 
and that we are not be, in our normal environments. That can be upsetting to our bodies, our mind, everything. I, it, it's it's not an easy adjustment. No, it's not. As we go through and look at the physical aspect, there are a ton of benefits. That's why my doctor especially was pushing mm-hmm. me towards meditation, yeah. was focus on the physical benefits. Now, yep. there's also emotional benefits. Oh, for sure. Now, with the emotional, you become more aware of how you're feeling. Yes. Self-introspection, mm-hmm. looking at yourself. That really was another draw to me. At first, yeah. I kind of shied away from those types of meditations. Right. It, that, it can make you uncomfortable. It's one of those where, oh, God, where am I going? Yeah. But the more you do it, the better you are at interacting with people in emotional situations. That's part of the, the whole mantra of 10% happier. Is it's yeah. not going to make you a, a, a instantly better person. No. It will make you a 10% better person. Um, for me, it just it helped with when I lost my mom and my sister. And when I was dealing with memories or conversations or some bad thing that happened, I would get upset to the point where I would have panic attacks. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't calm myself down. I would focus on something as simple as my breath or listen to some music and then go back and deal with what upset me. And the more I did it, the more I was able to start to deal with that kind of stuff. So it is huge physically and emotionally. Now in the physical aspect, when you focus on the breath, so 10% Happier is the app that I used. And for anybody out there that wants to try it, I, I can give out, I think, up to five, might be 10. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't 30 remember. 30-day, yeah. uh, I'd, I'd have to Trials. go back and look. But yeah. if you do want to try it, let me know. Reach uh, out. Reach out, and I'm happy to, I, I think I just need an email address to send it to yeah, you. Yeah, I think that's all you need. But I would love for you to try it. And I feel bad because they, they normally do a New Year's challenge, which I do, and I, I love. It kind of gets me back <laughs> into the groove. And they did one for the summer. I missed it by about three days. I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) When you start out with that, it starts with Joseph Goldstein, who's one of Dan's teachers. That's who Dan learned from. And he and several others, including Sharon Salzberg, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But they started the Insight Meditation Society up in Massachusetts. Huge Mm -hmm. meditation retreat. It's it's really known around the world Hmm. for especially in the U.S., one of the biggest, if not the biggest. Joseph focuses on the breath. Duration doesn't have to be very long. No, sure doesn't. Two, three minutes. Yeah, that's that's about about where they start out. The thing I like about the app is it goes through and talks, gives a little bit of an introduction, Mm -hmm. what we're going to try and accomplish, why we're doing this. Yeah. The why is always important for people. It can be, for sure. Then you go through, you do it, and then they just kind of go through and say, okay, Thank you for being here. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. And that's that. And you move on to the next one. Well, Joseph really focuses on breathing. Mm-hmm. And that's that controlling the physical aspect. Correct. Breathing in, breathing out, and just focusing on the breath. Now they tell you, it could be you're focusing on your nose where you feel yeah. the air. <laughs> exactly. It could be your chest. It could be yeah. your stomach. Right. The exhale, the all of it. It's. I was so surprised with the app I use, which we'll discuss apps in a little bit, but I was so surprised at how much that just helped me. Just that simple thing of my breath, listening to myself breathe. Now, a lot of us get lost as we do this. Yes, that's true. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize that actually is part of the process. It is. And I don't, like you said, I don't think they understand that. No. Joseph is really good to point out that 
you are not a failed meditator if you get lost during meditation. That's no. part of the meditation yes, process. Part of the process yes. Bringing yourself back mm-hmm. and being okay with that. And again, that starts following into the emotional response because Correct. people get frustrated. People try it for a week, two weeks, and mm-hmm. I'm a terrible meditator. Throw their I hands up in the air and it. walk out. Right. I, I, this is stupid. It's not working. I, I actually found myself somewhat falling into that camp and had to come back to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, me too. And learning that patience with yourself of just starting over again. Mm-hmm. And if that form isn't working for you, find another one. There are so many out there. Yeah, exactly. I Meditation teachers, I mean, there there's a huge huge amount of them there and is. different modalities, different different types, different styles. Correct. I mean, if we tried to name them all, I mean, it would take up a lot of time, but just look into different styles because what works for me is not going to work for you necessarily. No. Just not. There's, when, when we get into the apps, there's a few very popular ones I tried mm-hmm. and I just, it wasn't my thing. Right. And I know I like some of them that you didn't like. I have a lot of coworkers that were trying to recommend ones. And so I tried ones and I was like, yeah, I just still don't like it as yeah. much. So yeah. every, everybody's got their own style and preference on that. Now, when it comes to the emotional, and an emotional starts blending into the mental. Mm-hmm. For sure. And and it's a really it's hard sometimes to distinguish which is which part. Oh, that is hard. Because they're so connected. But Sharon, who helped uh, found that massive uh, camp, she wrote several books, and she put a new one out not too long ago. But Sharon teaches love and loving kindness, not love and. I always thought it was love and, and I I can't find her. It's loving. Okay kindness you start off with self-compassion okay we all could do with that yeah <laughs> that's a tough one for me <laughs> being yes. okay with yourself mm-hmm. it is so tough now a lot of the topics we've touched on in the past we have self-acceptance this all helps with it it does this will help you most of the topics we've already discussed, this will help focus you to be able to take those steps to get your body, mind, soul, whatever you want to call it, to the point of being able to take those journeys. It gets really uncomfortable. It can. Unpacking yeah. some things. Mm-hmm. I, I, I 100% own it. I shied away from it for a while because I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm doing this more to sleep. I don't want to unpack stuff. <laughs> But I found that unpacking things through mm-hmm. self-introspection and looking at myself, my feelings, how I feel about myself, how I feel about certain situations, where I'm at in life, mm-hmm. that really was a tipping point for me. And I kind of agree with you on that. That's what did it for me, too. So. Everybody I talk to that does this on a regular basis, that seems to be a big turning point mm-hmm. for people. Sometimes... You, you kind of open the box and you go, ah, I'm not ready to deal with this. And you can put it away and move on to a different box. Exactly. That's, that's okay. It is. The more you do it, the easier it gets. It does. You'll be surprised, but allow yourself the opportunity to try it. The more you do it, the better you get at it and the easier it does get. There's times where I have examined things about myself for days on end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I, I think there was some two-week periods in there. I believe that. Where I really looked at how do I, tying this into our worth conversation, right? how do I value myself and my skills, what I'm doing? I was, it, at first it kind of made me mad at myself. It does. I was like, 
you're an idiot for thinking that. You know, why why yep. why do you do that? And, and you will beat yourself up sometimes. You will, okay. but guess what? We're doing this so we can become passionate exactly. towards ourselves. This examination of myself really did start changing how I reacted to things, mm. behaviors. Yep. And that's that pause element yes. in there. That pause element is huge. In relationships. Yeah. People noticed when I started not giving reactions. Yeah. Or at least not as quickly or not. I And, and I don't want to say violently, but strongly. Strong. I, they, they were used to very strong emotional reactions out of me. Me too. I don't do it anymore. Or at least not as much. Yeah. I was going to say... I still have those breakthrough moments where they happen, but not as often. And I'm able to catch it before it happens. And that's what meditation will do for you. It's a huge change in mindset. It is. So pauses are a huge piece of this. They are. And learning what those pauses mean, what they can do for you. My, my coworkers were used to getting those reactions mm-hmm. out of me. My yeah. now my manager, he he loves reactions. <laughs> There's people that do that's for sure. And when I stopped giving the reactions that he kind of counted on, mm-hmm. now he's like, "You're just no fun." <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "True, no fun, Ian. That's my new name." I know. It's I'm happier. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Granted, he's not happier because now I now I can't count on what he's going to get at <laughs> out of me. Half the time when he he says something, I. We'll look at him and he's just kind of like you're mad at me and i'm like i'm, I'm not mad i'm just processing yeah. i'm just thinking oh yeah and i'm the same way in conversation sometimes if the conversation is taking a direction i don't like i kind of check out for a minute pause listen to my breath and then check back into the conversation and i find my reaction is way more positive than it would have been if i hadn't have done that and that's where, you know, 10% happier. Uh-huh. Even by just taking a second longer mm-hmm. to react. Yep. And it's funny how much people really go, well, are you invested in this? And I'm like, Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, I'm, is it worth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it really worth the fight, the struggle? Sometimes it's just not. And it's really not. Most of the time when you look at it, it's like, do I want to have to deal with the ramifications of what I'm doing exactly, or what I'm about to say. It might make me feel better for an instant, Mm -hmm. but the fallout from it could be much worse. That can be true. I mean, even on the socials, people's reaction, they just want to react. They just, I can't scroll past that. I can't, I've got to react. And instead, scroll past, keep doing something, and then go back and you're going to find... You just don't really want or need to respond to negatively to things. And I love that. I've taken that journey and I'm loving that journey. And people are getting upset that I don't respond how I used to. Because they're used to a certain pattern of behavior. Exactly. Then with the emotional set of exercises, again, kind of moved into it later, was really examining things. Yes. My perspectives on things. Yes. I started noticing I was less upset when... I would look at things and go, it's just not worth it anymore. Yeah. Choose your battles. Eh. It's just. Not only choose your battles, but this person is not 
who I want to be around. Yeah. You okay. Start <laughs> examining. So we I mentioned to you that Josh texted me yes. yesterday and we were having some conversations about some of our topics. And Josh goes, yeah, I, I'm a terrible person because I, I just told this person and I set some boundaries and let him go. And I was like, that doesn't that make you a terrible person. That actually makes you a healthy person. <laughs> Much healthier. When I started examining what was I willing to put myself through emotionally yes. and deal with, mm -hmm. is it worth the cost? Exactly. I, that's is, a hard is it worth my peace to, of right. mind? And that's huge right there, your peace of mind. Because once that peace of mind is robbed or upset, it's hard to get it back. Super tough. And I don't think people realize how much pain we put ourselves. Now, right now, we need to be more aware of ourselves and yes, how we're we feeling mm -hmm. between politics. Oh, yeah. Between dealing with how our lives have changed through this pandemic yeah i mean our everybody's in the whole entire world had their lives changed through and nothing they could control some form or another it's it's crazy when you start reading about how other places are reacting mm -hmm. yeah. uh, it was kind of inspiring to see the places where like I think it was Italy where they were singing to each other from their yes, balconies or playing musical so instruments. Fun to watch when I saw some of those videos. I mean, what a great way to deal with things. It is. I Dan just posted an interview not too long ago where he interviewed the Dalai Lama again and asked him, he's like, you know, what's what's going on with you? And he's like locked up with his monks in his monastery and they're not letting people in. They're right. not going out. Dan's like, how did that change your world? And he's like, this is kind of a normal day for I me. Say, this is how it goes most days. He's like, I? this, I just meditate a lot. Yeah. Dad's like, huh. He's like, I do meditate a lot too. And I, there's some people that do it for hours on end. Yep. There's, I, I try to have an ambitious goal of 30 minutes every night. Mm -hmm. That's when I prefer to do it. Yeah. Is, is at night. So when you go through and you look at how, when, where, why. Yeah. So you can do it anywhere. Absolutely. I have a meditation mat in my room. Now, granted, my dogs have kind of appropriated it, <laughs> and it is their, uh, my, my big chocolate lab Coda. He loves to sleep on it. That That is his, <laughs> I'll, I'll have it's it tipped up against the wall. He grabs it, flips it down every night. I will hear him rooting around, and I just hear it go plunk <laughs> on the floor. Then I hear him throw himself on it. He's out like a light, mm -hmm. snoring and all. I prefer to sit on the mat. I trying to remember the term that, that Dan uses. It's like put put your butt on the cushion or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody has that. You can do it in a chair. At work, we have meditation rooms. Yeah. I meditate in the chair quite frequently. For me, it's the bathtub of all places. Pour myself a hot bubble bath and sit in there in me time. But that's what works for me. I also meditate laying down in bed and you can that's the sleeping meditations uh -huh. yeah, that those, you can those find those ones definitely have to happen before bed or i can't sleep oh i love <laughs> them yes again that turns into a breathing exercise for the most part it does. too and that's good that's what it should be turning into that will help helping shut that brain off yeah positions could be sitting up yeah they're when i practice on the mat i fold my legs now oh. that I've lost weight, my knees are much happier about this. My knees hurt thinking about it, Ian. <laughs> now, I, I'm not the full-on, you know, with the arms up. I can't do that. I, I just sit there with my hands folded, usually, right. or on my legs. I've also, as I mentioned, sitting in a chair mm -hmm. in my car. Yeah. 
when I used to work for a big box retailer, I used to go into the office. I'd turn off the lights for 10 minutes, sit in there in the peace and quiet, listen to my breath, listen to no customers complaining, no employees upset, and it would recharge me for the rest of the afternoon. So it's you can a, do it anywhere. It, you really can't. And the biggest thing is doing it where you are comfortable. Yeah, it's got to be something that makes you comfortable, not... Granted, sometimes opportunity isn't there, but find a place or time that works for you. Once you've identified what that is, then you can move on to, and and I encourage when you're thinking of location, think about a place where you can focus on yourself. Yes. Minimizing distractions. Now, there are some meditation masters out there that can do it anywhere. And hats off to them. I'm not that person. You know, Joseph talked about he did one on like this overcrowded bus going over this mountain pass in India. And I'm like, no, I'm I've seen people doing it on airplanes. I have done it on an airplane. I cannot do it on an airplane. It's, it was a little different. Definitely not what I was used to doing when I can sit down in my room Mm -hmm. or, or in a comfortable chair. But it's best when you can put it as, as a distraction free zone. Yeah. That's as true. as you can. There's a lot of truth to that. My my neighbor, super nice people, but they have a, uh, I, I think it's a brother of one of them. He's a teenager. He comes over and he turns on a radio and just starts, and I'm just like, really? It's nine <laughs> o'clock at night. I know. I'm old. You are old. Uh, very, very old. About <laughs> to get older. He does that and I'm just like, dude, come on. <laughs> Trying to meditate here. When it comes to duration, again, start small, two to three minutes. Yeah, don't don't push yourself to be this 45-minute hour. hour meditation. Start super small. You're going to find that you crave more and more time as you get the small steps out of the way first. Yes. And that is just the basics. Again, mm-hmm. you'll usually start off with breathing. Most places do. Most, yeah. And a lot of places will just stick and focus on that. I have found through other ways the the emotional introspection the the self-compassion the self-reflection i really can't speak how much that has changed my life yeah it has it's changed mine i we're both different people than when we met much much different and i really think a lot of the the biggest changes have come over the last couple years Mm -hmm. for sure most people in my life that have known me, especially long periods of time, are like, mm, you know, something's different. I, not always can they put a finger on it. Right. But they're like, you're different. Yeah. This is where when uh, we were down at Temple Square mm-hmm. with the Radio Ronin crew, and Chuck is like, you, you're you're different. <laughs> I, I, I joked, I'm, like, I'm old. I've just gotten old. <laughs> Part of it is, too. I just don't have the energy. I, I don't want to give the mental or emotional capacity to something that's going to set me off. It doesn't serve me right. well right. in that. I really can't state how useful, I, I, I can't overstate, I should say, how useful meditation is. It is. I'm going to just, we'll put it out there for the challenge this week, but we won't talk about it right now. Yeah. So. But, um, now, as far as apps, so I use 10% Happier. Yes. Is, um, is mine. I you... actually have three that I like. Okay. Each of them are kind of serve a different purpose and they're a different type of meditation. Yes. I use the Calm app. You've probably seen a lot of advertisements for it on TV. I tried Calm. Yeah, and, and not everybody likes it. It's one I actually really like. It's one that's meant to be more for that quick 
listen to the rain for 10 minutes, listen to your breath for 10 minutes. It, it's more an instant calming app. It's, it's not it's funny to me. What, what, what makes me just kind of <laughs> smirk what I hear that is the sound of rain. Yeah. Right. The sound of rain usually induces some form of meditation. It does. How many apps are there out there where there's just sounds of nature or background? And how many people use those? I used to play rain sounds to fall asleep when I was traveling on the road for a job. Uh, I still do. It I I love the sound of rain. Off. When we've had storms last couple of weeks, which is weird for June, <laughs> but we have had those here and I love it. Yeah. Um, nature sounds are something to be said for that. Going back kind of old school and to your roots is... That's kind of what the call map does is it's more that kind of a, an exercise. Uh, yes. The other one I really like is stop, breathe, think. Okay. That one was huge for me because it taught me a little bit. I don't use it as often as I did because I feel like I have kind of mastered it to some extent. Now I'm not an expert and I'm not claiming to be, but this one taught me how to analyze when something is upsetting me so much that my body is tense and my blood pressure's up and I'm anxious. So I, this will stop me, focus on what did that, focus on what I need to do to calm down, and then go back yes. to what I needed to. That one is very good for that type of meditation. Bringing yourself back. Yes. And then there's the insight timer. Okay. And that one is more a journaling type of meditation where you're putting in some notes, things that triggered you, thoughts that went through your head, things like that. And I like that one for that reason, for the journaling aspect of it. The journaling is a form of meditation it to is. a degree because you are examining your thoughts, your feelings. It is. And, and turning inward. And that's why some a lot of people like to do it at night mm -hmm. for bed. They're getting their thoughts out of their head for the day and they're putting it to paper and putting it away and going to bed. And if that works for you, you're meditating. Even Congratulations. in planning your day out. So yes. let's say you do it first thing in the morning. There's a lot of people who do that as well. Yeah. That is a form of, of meditation. It is. It's really putting your mindset. It's the mindfulness. And, and re-examining what you're looking at. Now, another one, Headspace. Yes, that's. Is an extremely popular mm -hmm. app. I That's one where coworkers pushed me quite a bit. Yeah. I have several that. And I didn't like that one as much. I didn't but... either. Yeah, it's one of the more popular ones. It is. There's there's a ton of people. In say, fact, I think, if I remember right, my, my doctor, uh, her medical assistant is the first one that told me about that. She goes, I use this one. So I tried it out, and I was like, eh. Then I ran across Dan's. I like Dan's Yeah, better. another one is called uh, Budify. Okay. Um, I have not tried that one, but it is one of the top downloaded mindfulness apps. Uh, there was a Simple Habit. Yep. which was an introduction. I have not tried that one either. There was a Meditation and Relaxation Pro. That one, a little more expensive, so I haven't tried that one. Uh, and then Omvana, which is more the Hindu type of meditation yes. app. Those are the number one downloaded apps. Yoga Glow is another one. And I have not tried that one. I had tried it in the past, Uh Usually whenever you find a yoga app, mm -hmm. I actually have one on my Apple TV that I have not used in a few months. I need to get back into that. But Yoga Glow uh, has some in there as well. Mm -hmm. I Again, it was more the, the 
Ohm yeah. type that, that yeah. I just didn't connect with as much. That one was also really pricey because it was yoga lessons yeah. combined with that. There's There really are 10 out there. If you have ones, share them with us. Yes, We'd, please. We would love to know which ones those are that that you use. In fact, maybe we'll put a poll out there. We actually probably should. And, and see what, what people are using. Yeah, let's do that. So there's there's a ton of apps out there. Now, I'll also put links to the books that I recommend. Dan's fantastic. He wrote another one called uh, Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics. <laughs> that sounds like a good one. <laughs> that one is, I, I love Dan's sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's he's very down to earth. It's, it's He has to have that. New world, you know. Business he's in. Suspicious news person. <laughs> going into this this weird but the thing i love is the neuroscience piece to this i've actually written a lot of stuff at school about meditation mm-hmm. it's funny how many people connect with it in fact when i was getting ready to transition from salt lake community college up to the university of utah last year uh-huh. i took a class where it was they, they call it the bridge class okay kind of introduces you to all of your resources you get to meet like your department librarian, which I got to talk to him this week. I needed help with something. And he's like, oh, how are you? They brought in the crisis counselors. Okay. So the U has uh, a counseling center that students are able to use at any point in time. Yes, that I knew. I wish more people would use it. They were really, you know, if you know anybody, but especially if you want to. And the number one thing they came up with was meditation. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, now you guys probably have never heard about this. And I was like, yeah, what about that? And we, we went into this whole spiel about meditation and I actually shared more stuff than they did. And I was like, I really <laughs> feel like you should talk about this more. <laughs> I, I'm a meditation bully. Maybe it's not the best word for that, but <laughs> I'm one that pushes meditation out there to help a lot of people. I've had several people at work that I've talked into trying it mm-hmm. and it has helped them. Yeah. And I don't know that people understand some of the benefits are simply if you've turned to pills or drugs in the past to deal with something, meditation can really help be a better catalyst than that or alcohol. A, a, a better coping mechanism. Yeah, or food. I actually tend to use a little bit of meditation. I have a undiagnosed problem with my chest. It has nothing to do with my heart or anything. They can't figure out what causes these attacks, but I will get these attacks that can last anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour. The only thing that stops the pain is if I shut my mind off, listen to my breathing, and do a little bit of mindfulness and meditation, and I just can't expand out there enough how good it is to help with physical ailments too. When I was traveling on the road, my coping mechanism, it was a... It was a fun job. It was an extremely high stress job. Mm-hmm. Alcohol was my coping mechanism back oh, then. Yeah, it's for a lot of people. It was really bad. Anymore, I, I'll have a drink once in a great while, and most of the time it's wine. Yeah. Now, wine. since I've been on keto, I can't do that. Uh, they sell keto wine. I know. I just once I start, I probably won't stop. But meditation has helped greatly. It has. In, in all of these and aspects. And I don't know that people think about that, but let's go back to something as simple as childbirth. Mm-hmm. Before you could have an epidural or any of these other methods, they would teach you to breathe when you had a contraction. Listen to your breath, feel your breath. So it's been around for a very long time. I just don't know that people identified it as that. Part of my self-care I, that I do besides meditation is I go and I actually have one today. I go and get a massage every two weeks for, for the you. most part. It's covered by my 
like spending account. So there I use it for that. And I go to a guy that does a lot of deep tissue work. Yeah, a lot of people I, I, don't I, like deep tissue because it hurts. I know people that uh, absolutely swear by deep tissue massages. I love deep tissue. And so when he's doing a lot of deep tissue and trigger point, it can get painful. Yeah. But using breathing and meditation techniques, mm-hmm. I don't focus on yeah. the hurt. I just focus on myself and yeah. it helps relax things as well. So meditation has many, many, many so practical many applications. Yeah. We could do a whole series of shows, and I'm sure we'll revisit it. We will. Again. We will. When we want to get into this. But when it comes to the challenge for the, the week. The challenge. I would like you to try meditating. Now, there's we mentioned apps. Mm-hmm. There are a ton of free YouTube meditations out there, there as are. well. And actually, most of these apps offer you 10 days free. 10 days, I've seen some too. A lot of them right now are doing a month They free, are. And a lot of them are doing half off right now. Yeah. So even if you just want to try it, download it and try it. Try different ones too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Find which works for you, what makes you feel the best. I would encourage you to try at least two or three. Agreed. To see which one you like best, and then you can make a commitment yeah, to that. Yeah, I went through a process of at least seven before I focused on the ones I like. I lucked out and, and really, really like Dan's. Right. And like I said, I like the, the variety and the teachers and oh, the different yeah. voices. There's some teachers that I like better than others. There's other oh, ones I'm like, sure. whatever. Owen's another one that they have on there. Sebene, she's an interesting one because she was born in Ethiopia. Oh, wow. And she's, she's done a lot of science work in that. But there's a lot of different ones out there I would encourage you to try. So download one an app. And start with just five minutes a day. Yep. Five to ten minutes. Commit yourself to that. Try it for a week and see what difference it makes. Right. Even if you don't think it did, when you reflect back, you're going to be like, ooh, but it did. And the more you do it, the more you're going to realize the benefits it has in your life. Give it a try. Yes, please. Let us know what your results are. And we've got some pretty exciting news. Yes. This last couple weeks has been kind of monumental for us. It has. Because we finally, finally, (laughs) after a lot of effort, a lot of hair pulling, uh, we, uh, on ourselves, (laughs) we we were able to get published in a lot of places that you have been asking us for. Yes. You can now find us on Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes. You can now find us on Spotify. In fact, mm-hmm. that's half of our listens right there. It are really Spotify, is Spotify, so which makes me beyond happy. You can still listen to us on Radio Ronin through yes, Spreaker, of course. Google Podcasts mm-hmm. has us up, so I know with Android and Google phones, there are a ton of different apps out there. There are. I can't even begin to name them all. I think that one pushes out like fourteen different platforms: Stitcher, mm-hmm. iHeart radio and pandora or as i butchered it all together right there are in the process of reviewing and publishing us yes so there are a ton of places and of course our original podcast platform podbean Podbean. yeah where you can get it so whatever your favorite app is the one thing we're going to ask Mm -hmm. is that you click on it yes to follow yes please so you know when new episodes come up it will notify you instantly yeah in fact, the last time we published, I got a little notification <laughs> on my phone from like three different apps. So did I. And then also share. Share and rate us. 
if there is an ability, so like with Apple Podcasts. And Google as well. Yes, you can do the ratings. Now, I know with Spotify, you can't. You can just simply follow. But the following and the sharing is what makes it easier for people to find us. Right. So please, click on any platform. We've been publishing links on our Facebook page as well as Instagram. We have. Also, on our Instagram, there is a link tree that has links to every platform I possibly can squeeze on there. I have been... Uh, putting that link on almost everything I post on Facebook as well, the link tree, to get people to be able to find us easier. We're just going to ask again, subscribe or follow, give us a like, and then share. If there is a place for a rating, we would love to hear your feedback. We've had a couple of very kind Mm -hmm. reviews by our listeners, and we're we're excited. We are. Because this is just going to help us reach more people. It is. Grow our family that we have here at the New Day Podcast. Yes. So with that, we appreciate you spending time with us this week. And next week, we actually have a special guest. We do. I Should we reveal it now or should we just wait? Well, Let's surprise. We'll, we'll just surprise tune, people. Tune in next week, guys. We've got, we, a, we've got a few guests a few coming guests up. guests coming, but next week's I am super excited about. We, we've been working on this one for a month we with the, the whole <laughs> lockdown situation. So. Actually, longer than a month, but we're pretty yeah. excited. So we'll see you guys next yep, week. See you next week.